In this episode of the Sideline Hustle podcast, we sit down with the former recruiting coordinator at Boston College and former Notre Dame defensive back Leo Farine. Leo was the director of recruiting at Boston College from 2014 to 2017. Before that, he worked in scouting for the San Diego Chargers and as a recruiting assistant at Rutgers. Leo shares his journey as a highly touted recruit before ultimately committing to Notre Dame and his path to becoming the recruiting coordinator at Boston College after his playing days were over. What up? This is Leo Farine, recruiting coordinator at Boston College, former Notre Dame DB, and this is the Sideline Hustle. I got confidence in the, you know, my ability to find talent just like I did in my ability to play the game. everybody this is your host drew lieberman what up this is gary nova your everyday quarterback and you are now listening to the sideline hustle podcast here's two guys one guy who coached in the big ten and one guy who played in the big ten talking about their experiences and i'm like you did do a good job of getting rid of the football i mean yeah sometimes i got rid of it to other teams right 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 from the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Just start off and kind of just give me a brief rundown of, you know, like where you went to high school, playing ball in college, and just kind of tell me when you fell in love with football, how it all started, and, and what led you to, to being at BC right now. Okay, so for me, I'm originally from New Jersey, Springfield, New Jersey, and in high school, I went to St. Peter's Prep in South Jersey City, New Jersey. It's one of the top perennial parochial schools in New Jersey um, where, you know, you got schools like St. Peter's, Don Bosco, Burger Catholic, Rams Catholic, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Yep. After high school, went to college at the University of Notre Dame, spent four years there. For my fifth year, I actually went to the University of Delaware, and then after that, got a tryout with Philly, pulled up the Eagles right after that. I uh, got my master's degree at the University of Delaware, went back to school. Probably for me, I fell in love with football at a very, very young age. And it really because my father played the sport. He was originally from Connecticut, but he went to an HBCU out at uh, Baltimore, Maryland called Morgan State, where he met my mother, played football there. And I always just used to go to the homecoming where, you know, you see the bands and you see people screaming and celebrating touchdowns with the offense scoring and defense big hits and everything like that and I just got attracted to that early you know I guess I just I was a boy that loved contact so you know I, was, I fell in love with the sport very very quickly so when I was done playing I got my first job actually with San Diego Chargers first of all started as an intern and then worked into uh, being a, a scout assistant over there in San Diego, where that was that was a good time. You know, I was there for about two years and everything from 2010 till 2012, pretty much. And uh, it was a, like I said, it was a great experience, great people to be around. First time actually working, like really working. Right. You know, because, you know, as a uh, student athlete, especially, you know, with football, you don't get a lot of opportunities to internship and do different things like that. So staying there, working on the guys like A.J. Smith, Jimmy Ray Jr., those type of guys, Dennis Abraham, people like that, you know, that had tons and tons of experience. You know, A.J. Smith was a 
They had a ton of time. Nobody does, man. Like, hey, I wanna, hey, nobody, yeah, nobody like, knows what the PD uh, role entails till you do it. I know. <laughs> I just wanted to come home and be honest with you because at that time, you know, in San Diego, it was right during the lockout. I probably say about three of us got let go just because San Diego is in a big money market, and as you see, they're moving to moving to LA because you know San Diego, like I said, it's just a small market. So what year? What know. year was your first year at Rutgers? My first year at Rutgers was 2012. Okay. Did you feel like you guys were playing that bowl game and kind of playing for your jobs last year? When, when did you know you were a really good football player? Like, when did you know you were going to be a college football player? I knew, obviously, you know, when you get your first scholarship, but I knew when I, I was going to be a pretty good football player, to be honest with you, when I first started playing organized football, when I was in elementary school, and I played running back, just like every kid dreams of. When you're little, we would play like eight games, and then it was no playoff, because I played, uh, it wasn't considered Pop Warner, it was suburbia country, so it was like suburban league. Where it was no weight class. So you had little 10-year-olds who was like 200 pounds or 190 pounds, you know, tackling you. I guess that made me a little bit shifty, you know, at running back. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I'm under 100 pounds. I ain't trying to get smacked by none of these kids. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm thinking in my head. So that's what I do. I was pretty good at football because that time, my first year, I had like, I think, 18 touchdowns. I didn't even know they keep track of records, you know, at this little pop Warner team, but they, I guess they did. So it was like, oh, that's a new record. Okay, that you can't do in real life. At that point, I knew I was going. I was pretty good. But that year, I played varsity. 
Who was your first college football It was Rutgers. Was Rutgers. When you were a prospect, did you go to a bunch of camps and, and all that during the summers? Did you feel like did you, did you feel like your camp performance earned you that scholarship? It's very interesting hearing your perspective as a recruiting coordinator, um, and I think that you really like you you're you're evaluating kids for a living, and that's you know I think you really trust yourself with that. It's obvious. Um, it's interesting. Sure. And for me, it's not that long ago. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm 30 years old. I'm just entering my 30s, but these kids, I'm not too far off from, from being them. You 
know, at yep. their age. Yep. And I want to make sure they make it further than me because I didn't have, like my, like I said, my father played. He had opportunities to play in the NFL as well, also in Canada. I had somebody to listen to, but, you know, you, as a kid, you never want to listen to your parents. You want to listen to maybe somebody that's more your age. Right. And I didn't have anybody my age that knew what they were really talking about. I didn't really listen to many people. You know, even though my dad always told me the right thing. I'm still as though now, at the age I am now, I think it's great for these kids because a lot of these kids will come to my office and come to see me just to say, like, hey, man, I need advice. Yeah. Or I need help with this. And the same thing with these high school kids, you know, and the evaluations I give is that, you know, I stay true to myself no matter what. I always tell the truth. I always love these kids' faces when you, you are from a scholarship and they may come from nothing. When I say nothing, I mean, could have been homeless, you know, yeah. the previous year or could only have one parent. And right. they would never go to college if it wasn't to get a scholarship. And when you give it to them, it's like, yeah, man, you just made a kid. Life changer, man. Changed them forever. Yeah, yep. life 